Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Keep the Receipts, the One Man Fast Break. I'm your host, Altamash, and if you could hear in my voice, this is a very early podcast, the day after, the morning after the Astros win their second World Series in five years, beating the Philadelphia Phillies 4-2 in the series, and... Holy crap, like it's crazy. Everybody's ruckus, all Twitter is going crazy, especially if you live in Houston like I do. And man, the bonanza's ready. The parade is tomorrow. I am hoping to be there. But let's kind of get back into discussing how the Astros did what they did, how they are pretty much a dynasty now. Um again, if they win another one, then for sure but winning two in six years, two in five years, being in six straight ALCSs, the team is absolutely legit. There's no debate, no trash can banging. None of that is going to matter because they've won clean and can't take that away. But let's stick with the script, right? Three straight wins to win the chip, right? They lost game three, gave up all those home runs, Lance McCullers did, and then game four they win. Game 5, which was pivotal, we talked about Game 4. Uh, but Game 5, we talked about the biggest thing was we needed a quality start from Justin Verlander, right? Give us 5 innings, give us less than 3 runs, give us a chance. Because obviously everybody knows Justin Verlander's history in World Series. Not very good, has an ERA over 6. But in the biggest moment, in the most pivotal moment on the road, the Astros delivered and Justin Verlander delivered. 5 innings pitched. Obviously, there was multiple times in that where it felt like maybe, you know, the game could have got out of reach. He had the bases loaded, and he made the pitches. He got out five five innings pitched, only one run on four hits, had about 95 pitches, turned over to the bullpen, gave the Astros a chance, and then the Astros took that chance and, of course, won the game. Biggest thing was, man, needed it in a hostile environment in Philadelphia to go up 3-2 with a chance to close it out on your home field took full advantage of it. And then the biggest thing was Jeremy Pena, right? Like, that guy is the real deal. Like, the World Series MVP, ALCS MVP, the guy did everything, showed out, balled out. In Game 5, he hit the go-ahead home run in the fifth inning off Noah Syndergaard. The Astros also tacked on another run, made it 3-1, and they ended up winning the game 3-2. The bullpen was lights out from the entirety of the playoffs. It was great to see. And all I can say about Jeremy Pena is, man, that guy is that dude. He is him, as they would say. ALCS MVP, batted 352, home runs, four RBIs. He hit that bomb in game four uh, when the Yankees were up 3-0. I think the biggest thing that I could say about him is clutch moments when the Astros 100% needed him to do something, get a hit, get on base, the guy delivered. And in the World Series, oh, you know, casual 400 batting average, 10 for 25, one home run, three RBIs. And then, like I said, key moments, got on base, single up the middle to bring Jordan to the plate. And then we know what Jordan did. He hit that ball to uh, space and... I think they, NASA called and said, Houston, we have a problem. There's a, a baseball 
in the orbit because this guy hit the ball a mile to dead center field. When you have to have a big home run, Jordan delivered. And I think the best part is that's timely hitting. When you have to have it, the guy made the hits. Like the complete bomb to center field, 450 feet dead center field. I don't know if I've seen a ball hit that far, especially the center field in Minute Maid Park. That's the deepest part of the yard. The guy hit the ball a country mile. Unbelievable. Like nothing else to say. And we, we can kind of talk about the, the their postseason run from the beginning. The Astros probably don't even get to the ALCS if Jordan does not hit his two home runs that he hit in the first two games against the Mariners. Of course, we know the walk-off that he hit against the Mariners to win game one when they were down by two runs. Hits the three-run bomb to the upper deck uh, in right field. Then the go-ahead home run in game two. Vital clutch moments. Need to have it. Gotta have it. Jordan delivered like he did all year. 37 home runs. 97 RBIs during the regular season. But his three home runs were absolutely pivotal in the moments that the Astros needed it the most. Going into that bat, like I really was like, just get a sacrifice fly. We're down 1-0. Obviously, Kyle Schorber hit that. I don't know how Kyle Schorber hit that ball. To be fair, that was such a great... I can't believe that ball got out of the park. I, I was mind-boggled, but I was like, I respect it because it was a great hit. Hit the ball very far into right field on a pitch that didn't seem like he could get the elevation and knock it out, but he did. Now the Astros are down 1-0. Next inning starts up. Maldonado gets on base, you know, kind of being a little heady veteran where he got really close to the plate, got hit on the elbow, gets on base. Altuve comes up, and it's a fielder's choice. And then Pena does what Pena's been doing, just getting timely hits, passing the ball, passing the bat to the next guy. And the next guy's always been Jordan. And since the first two games, he hadn't hit any home runs. So it was like, Jordan, just get a sacrifice fly. Just tie the game 1-1. Move it forward. The more we keep the game close and, you know, the game, we keep it tied, we have a chance, right? You don't want to get the Phillies. If you give them uh, the way that Zach Wheeler had been pitching, he'd been pitching great, to be fair. Jeremy Pitney gets a hit. I thought the coach kind of, uh, the manager for the Phillies, Rob Thompson, kind of made an incorrect decision. Of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. You bring in Alvarado, he gives up the three-run bomb. But... Zach Wheeler had been pitching well. Like, you should have at least given him a chance to. You know, if they give a, they get up a one run and it's 1-1 and you want to take him out, I understand that. But the way he'd been pitching, he'd been pitching pretty well. But Jordan got to that 99-mile-hour fastball down the strike zone, hit it a mile. Astros go up 3-1. And at that point, it felt like it's inevitable. The Astros are going to win. And it would take almost a miracle for the Phillies to come back. The way that stadium was rocking, it was insane. I couldn't believe it. And... And then, like, let's kind of get back a little bit to Jeremy Pena, right? I want to cover a little bit about, like, the guy's rookie season is going to go down as one of the greatest rookie seasons ever. Gold Glove, first shortstop in history to win Gold Glove as a rookie. You know, he beat out that other guy. What's that guy's name? Carlos, uh, what was his name? The guy that played for Minnesota now. He used to play for the Astros. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he's long gone. The Astros are doing well with Jeremy Pena. Like I said, batted 500. I mean, batted 400 in the World Series. One home run, three RBIs. Just 
right moment. Guy delivered, made the defensive plays. He made that real good stop in the first inning on Bryce Harper to get him out. Everything you wanted, he did. And it's kind of like when you play when you play the MLB the show and you have your you create your player as a rookie and you want to win the World Series and the League Championship Series and win MVP. And that's literally what he did. His road to the show is next level. It's too real. Um, and like most Astros players, the the very core players, they're built for the big moment. Jeremy Pena is built for the big moment. He's shown it. Rookie season, the guy's playing like a veteran, and. What what can you say? World Series MVP, ALCS MVP. There's so not enough superlatives to say how great he was, and he's only 25 years old. the The guy's gonna be the shortstop for the Astros for years to come, and I can't wait. The Astros really have a good chance to go back to back, which would be an amazing accomplishment. Winning three in seven years, 100% is a dynasty. I also think winning two in six years, going to four World Series is a dynasty already. But now you're like, if you went three in six years or three in seven years, you're kind of pushing into the territory of like, okay, like these guys are legit. Like, not that we don't already know that. The Astros have probably been the best team all season, uh, aside from the Dodgers who got eliminated, but we'll leave the Dodgers alone. They usually choke in the playoffs, and obviously the Astros are beating them in the World Series already. But the Astros were the best team in the AL for sure all year. They proved it. They got through without losing a game in the AL uh, Championship Series or the AL Playoffs at all. And they only lost two games. And last thing is, I wanted to give major love. I'm so happy that Dusty Baker won his championship. Uh, of course, for those who don't know, he was he had managed the most games in MLB history without winning a World Series. He got really close a few times with other teams. He was there last year with the Astros in against the Braves. Came up short, game six, obviously. Jorge Soler for the Braves hit that home run to the train tax, uh, which was iconic, and the Braves ended up celebrating on Minute Maid Park soil. Didn't want that to happen again for a visiting team. The Nationals had done it a couple years before. Obviously, Baker wasn't the coach of that team. And then kind of Baker just had bad luck, right? The Steve Bartman incidents in Chicago Bears uh, in NLCS, they're up 3-2. They need to get six outs from a World Series, and Steve Bartman situation happens. They give up like a million runs, losing Game Seven, completely different. And then, of course, he was a manager of the Giants when they were in the World Series in 2002. They didn't win. They didn't close that deal out. And I'm just really happy for Dusty Baker finally getting his ring. And it was a tough situation to come into, right? Like the Astros had this the science stealing scandal, lost their GM, lost their coach. Like, that's a tough job to take, right? For somebody to come in and, you know, embrace that, right? Because now you got to answer all these questions about things that you were not involved in at all. Dusty Baker had nothing to do with the science stealing scandal, but he's got to answer all these questions. And he handled it with professionalism like Dusty Baker always has. And it seemed like everybody that followed baseball or had love for baseball was very happy for Dusty. And, you know, there's people that will still say, oh, the Astros cheated and the Astros don't deserve this and whatever whatnot. But... Everybody was happy for Dusty Baker, and I'm so happy for him. And then same thing for Trey Mancini, who obviously he was dealing with some cancer stuff. He came to the Astros mid-year, played first base for Yuli, who got injured, made you know did his job, made that crucial spot uh, stop in Game Five. Unlike Reese Hoskins, who was the first baseman in Game Five, he dropped that pass, uh, dropped the ball, which let Altuve score, gave the Astros a three-to-one lead in Game Five. Mancini made that clutch stop. 
on Kyle Schwarber, got the out, won that game pretty much, right? And also shut it down in the ninth inning. But those players, uh, him and Dusty Baker, very happy for them. The Astros have won. Altuve's got another ring. Bregman's got another ring. Jeremy Pena's got a ring already. Uh, Jordan finally gets his first ring. Guy made the plays. He was the MVP of the regular season. And in that moment, in game six, he was the MVP of the biggest moment of the game. That home run is going to live in Houston folklore forever. And it's just exciting. The parade is going to be hopefully tomorrow, Monday. Planning on being there. Very excited um, for that. And that's going to cover this episode. Uh, I will kind of cover a little bit about uh, Chelsea and how they're not very good at football right now and the world cup's coming up and that might be good for our team um but yeah so chelsea obviously just lost one zero to arsenal we'll kind of cover that in another episode hopefully some maybe that will come out later today if not tomorrow um the nfl slays about to kick off in about a few hours so definitely going to cover some of that and uh just trying to be more consistent with the podcast to be honest and i know I'm, i haven't been and i keep saying it but i will work on that but uh, again go astros world series champs Two and five years. Probably have a really good chance to do it again. Thank you guys so much for listening. And on that note, I'm out.